and it must be another day. It must be another Sunday. It must be about 4 o'clock because here I am and hopefully there you are. All right. Ah, hopefully your week is doing good. It's, um, yeah, it's been a little bit breezier, a little bit colder, but that's what we're Minnesotans. We can do it. And unfortunately, we got to put the purple away. Big bummer. <laughs> they went into the locker room at halftime and little, they forgot their big girl panties as they came back out. <laughs> oh, there we are. There. She found it. I know the new computer system is all crazy is what it is. So so bear with us. We'll get this down. They did another upgrade this week, and so yeah, just bear with us here, okay? But hopefully you got some good questions for me this week, uh, as always, you usually do. And then uh be happy to answer them for you. And to see what else we got on my list here. Well, putting the purple away. So now I have to turn the Green Bay plays tonight uh, at uh 540, 540, 20 to 6. So now I jump on the Green Bay. You know, if we're not going to be in it, then I'll go for Green Bay. So hopefully they could do something. That'll be really nice. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the, the big thing, there's just so much going on that you just got to know about. So uh, uh, don't forget about my GoNaturalPetExpo.com. GoNaturalPetExpo.com. If you want to be a vendor, go there. I'm looking for natural things for dogs, cats, horses, and more. I'm also looking for, like, you know, natural feeds uh, for dogs, cats, horses, and more. Or rabbits, if you're into rabbits or chickens, uh, you're a vendor. I'm just, remember, this is for all, all, all animals. So check that out, okay? And. And that's GoNaturalPetExpo.com. It's going to benefit canine-inspired change and the Patriot Assistant Dogs. Those are some of the profits are going to go to both to both of them. So hopefully you'll get on board and help me pass the word. I'm on Media Suave. So it's going to be May 16th, 2020 at the Washington County Fairgrounds. And also, FYI, I just found out today there's going to be a, um, whatever you call it, a flea market that day too. So hopefully that'll drive some people to come to the Pet Expo too and uh, go from there. How was your week there? Uh, or are you studying the board so you can't talk? No, no, I'm I'm good. I'm okay. just you know, okay, looking, making sure everything's together. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, always a, that's always a good thing. Yeah, you know, you know, it it decided to exit me yeah. at the beginning of the show, so uh, I was like, okay, no, 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 don't exit you, don't exit. Yeah, yeah. new computer gizmos and gadgets. Right? Exactly, it's yeah, always a, a new day when I get here. <laughs> trying to figure out what's new. Oh, there you go. How I'm supposed to use it. There you go. There but you go. anyway, yeah, it's good. Okay, that's good. You know, nothing too dramatic. The kids, yeah, the kids weren't too damaging to you this week? Uh, oh, no. I mean, you're a substitute teacher in case we have new listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was good. I mean, it's just, it, uh, I always say this, it's just hard because you don't see them on a regular basis. Right. So, right. you know, you what walk grade in. were you, three? Uh, what grade day? Are you doing right? No, what grade right now are you doing? Third? Fourth? I do all the grades. Well, I know, but right now, this past week? This past week, I was in first grade and, uh, kindergarten, Oh, I think. okay, okay. Oh, okay. And then I do mostly kindergarten this next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, so well. it's, it's good. It's a, it's a hoot. Let me tell you. Uh, the neighbors across the street yesterday had a big sledding party. They have the most gorgeous hill. It's uh, unbelievable. And they use a four wheeler to bring you back up <laughs> or side by side, I should say, uh, side by side to bring you back up. Cause it's otherwise you would go down once and go down maybe twice. And then you're done for the walk to go up top to bottom. So that was fun. We watched the Vikings game. That game. But we all had a good time. So it was fun. I want to thank Tim and Julie for having everybody over. It was a great day. You know, if you were cold, you weren't cold because, uh, number one, walk, doing all that walking. 
and uh, got you warmed up pretty good. So, and I love my Baffin boots. Oh, my Baffin boots. So, about what is it? About three years I've had them. And yeah, so if you guys want good outdoor uh, boots, those are the only ones to have is Baffin. B A F I N. I think it is what it is. So, but anyway, hopefully you got some questions for me. Give me a holler. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. So give a holler. We got open lines. Everybody waits until the five o'clock hour, and then the calls start backing up. So you know, let's get them in early so we can get get to you quicker. All right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. So yeah, today's the first day without purple, without because uh, of Vicky's now are, are done. Oh well, and also I want to bring uh, attention again each week. I want to say something about DCM dilated cardiomyopathy. Folks, it's not just any brand, a particular brands of grain-free that are bad. What's in question, and grain-free is not bad. It's just in question, should your dog be fed a total grain-free diet as far as the processed ones, right? And so if you have any, or if you're worried about it until they, got, they come out with more research on it, then do it in rotation. Do a bag of, let's say, the Nutrisource beef and rice, and then maybe do a, a pure Vita duck and oatmeal, and then maybe a pure uh, uh, um, a Nutrisaurus uh, Prairie, which is a grain-free. And so the whole thing is the more that you rotate, folks, then you don't have to worry about that. There is there is no research, none whatsoever. They're working on it now to see what, for this car- dilated cardiomyopathy, which is trouble with the heart, uh, if that is, uh, you know, if the food is, co- is, is contributing to that. So that's why until, just shake it all off, folks. I still am amazed at the people out there that think, oh no, I can't ever feed any grain free to my dogs no folks that's not it just do it in rotation until they come out with things where they, they gives us positive research or positive things are negative how you know how this whole thing is shaken out uh, two weeks after the the main thing came out where they thought it might be that they needed more taurine you know in the food guess what Nutrisource stepped up to the plate and added extra taurine to all their their uh their uh, formulas uh, they're not going to wait because extra taurine is not going to hurt anybody right and if uh, so but that's I mean, that's what they did right away. They didn't wait. They, if, you know, if terrain was an issue, we added extra terrain. But so if you're de- worried about the dilated cardiomyopathy, it's all grain-free foods that are in question, but you don't have to question it anymore as long as you do a rotation diet. One bag of grain-free, one bag not, or two bags not, and one bag of grain-free. However you want to do your rotation. Now remember, when you do your rotation, you, and you're going to switch formulas, what you do, the dog has never had the formula before. You start out with a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two, three days, and then 50-50 for two, three days, and then uh, three-quarters of the uh, new to the quarter of the old for two, three days, and then bingo. Now, once your dog has had that formula before and it comes back into rotation, you can just open the bag and feed it, okay? And every dog's digestive system is bad or bad is different, <laughs> put it that way. If you seem to be having digestive issues with your dogs, get them on a good probiotic, okay? A good probiotic and digestive enzymes that will help them out a lot. And uh, you can also go to Dr. G. Gene Dodds, D-O-D-D-S. If you go to my Katie K9 Facebook page, I just posted a great article about irritable bowel bowel syndrome. Uh, So if you uh, go to mytalk1071.com, go to the KDK9 page, and then click on Facebook, and the article is right there to help you with uh, some research she's done and some ways she's found to to help dogs with irritable bowel syndrome. Okay. All right. Uh, Where are we at? 
Uh, we can start with a okay. caller if Sounds you would great. like to do that. Okay. So we're going to start with Michelle. Michelle has a question about um, food aggression. All right. Hi, Michelle. How you doing? Uh oh. There you go, again. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Are you there? Yep. Oh, good. Yay, 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 Michelle, can you turn down your uh, radio? Radio. Yeah, we're getting feedback oh, from it. Yes. So, yeah, turn yep. down the radio. Thank appreciate you. it. Mm-hmm. Thank this you. Thank you. This is Annette, and this isn't Michelle. Oh. I'm not sure if you got the right one or okay. not. Okay. Well, since we got you, we'll talk to you. We're going to we'll, oh, we'll well, get Michelle. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> okay. I just got a um, five and a half year old standard poodle from my niece, um, who I am adopting her, taking her in. But okay. just really wanting to st- be beside me, doesn't want to leave, ha- dealing with some anxiety and separation kind of things. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I have to go to work and she'll be in a kennel, but just are there things to do to help with that separation anxiety or the anxiety that they deal with when you first get a, a dog that's not a puppy? Right. And what you want to do is build the confidence, all right? It's going to be uh, with, the, with the the kennel, what I would do, like even tonight, pop her in and say kennel and put her in, you know, the kennel, yep. throw a treat in there. Yep. Okay, close the door, maybe go watch TV, yep. through a couple commercials, then come back and let her out of the kennel, all right? Okay. Also, too, what you're going to do is leave a radio and or TV on. All right, so that the, the the house is not quiet when she's when you're not there, okay? Because then she can manifest like what what was, was the furnace kicks on or what was that noise or what was this noise? So you want to put some white noise in there, you know? Uh, some people use a floor fan, but you want some white noise. So either a TV and or a radio, I find work great, right? But tonight, just what you want to do is you want to keep popping her in and out of the kennel five minutes here, a half hour there. So and then uh, because in that way there and same thing now all week long, you know what you're gonna do is to, so she doesn't always associate the kennel with you leaving all right where you're going to go to bed or you're going to go you know leave the house type thing so then eventually she'll get better but i'd strongly suggest get into an obedience class asap so that you two can build a team and she can get to know who you are and what you expect of her and that's going to build confidence also and uh, stay away from you know like dog parks or doggy play groups or things like that that's not what she needs right now right now she needs to concentrate on bonding to a human all right and that's going to be you uh, get a book to start teaching tricks make her sit still look to you for direction so that's that's the main name of the game and then be very confident what you're going to do is why don't you hold, can you hold on a sec Okay, Annette, you st- are you there? Can you hold on a sec? We'll be right. Ba- we'll be right back. But hold on, I want to. Uh, the we were gonna do uh, easy riddles. Okay, what am I? Short, one old, tall, one young. What am I? I'll be back. Thank you for staying with me. This is Katie K Nine here every Sunday, four to six, answering the K Nine questions and occasional feline questions. Once again, since the new system started. Somehow we always have to reboot the phones because it just doesn't work properly. So hopefully, Annette, you will call back. And then, uh, Michelle, call back so that we can, because we had to dump the calls in order to reset the lines. And now we're coming back again. So keep fingers crossed. That's all the big thing there. Okay, ready? Okay, the easy riddles. What am I? Short when old, tall when young. Short when old, tall when young. So now everybody's calling in. So I don't have to wait and see what uh, what, what she comes up with. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll tell it. We'll just work on this one together. Okay, what is uh, short when old and tall when young? Ding, ding, ding. It is a candle, a candle. A candle starts out tall, and as you burn it, it gets short. So 
short short one old and tall one young. All right, there we go. All right. And then oh, she's taking the calls and say, you know, if you're going out to, to buy a dog, what I need you to remember is just be, everybody likes the look of a certain dog, but who are, is that dog? What are they prone to or what are what were they bred for? Now, obviously, if you get a hunting dog, you know, they're built for endurance. They're built to retrieve and hunt up and such like that. Your terriers are, are bred to go to ground. They're very brassy. They're very willful. And uh, they love to dig all your terriers. And so that's why, like, if you have a yard, if they smell something in that yard, they're going for it. And then uh, they're also, you know, a little bit more of alarmist, a little bit more, I don't know if high strung is the right word. But so that's why you just don't go, oh, how cute, and I want one. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is that all of a sudden it doesn't. It's not conducive with your lifestyle. It's not conducive with your lifestyle. So, like I say, if you're bookworm, you know you don't go get yourself a uh, like a, a lab that is like okay, let's go, let's go, or a retriever. All right, and I grant you, when the dogs get older, then they don't mind hanging out. But the whole thing is, is if you got a bookworm, a basset hound would be a good one for you because they like to hang out. But so you have to know the tendencies of what breeds and anything with doodle in it. Anybody that's got doodle in them. Folks, the number one, you have a coat that has to be groomed every eight weeks. And then also, too, is that uh, your standard poodles, which most people don't realize, are very smart, very clever, very stubborn, very willful. And so and then if you uh, mix that with, um, let's say, uh, sheep-a-doodle, you know, okay, what's a, it was an old English sheepdog, right? The thing is, is that now that's a herding breed. And so then you got that as a massive coat of that. And so uh, are you up for taking care of that coat properly? Anything with doodling is going to be maintained, is going to have that coat's going to have to be maintained. Everybody's like, oh, they don't shed, or they're hyperallergenic and such like that. But the thing is, is the people that don't take care of that coat with the poodle, uh, and the best thing to do is go to a groomer, have them show you what grooming tools you need. All right. And so then um, and how to use the grooming tools correctly. But your poodle is a very smart, clever, strong willed dog. So that's why with the cross with the golden retriever, which is kind of a silly, you know, personality. Now you've got a silly, smart, strong willed dog and, and usually that. And people just are like, I can't deal with all this energy. And so that's why really pay attention before you buy. OK. OK. Who's up? Uh, let's go back to uh, Annette. Annette. All right. Yeah. Annette's back there. OK. Are you there? Yep, I'm okay. here. All right, good. The phone lights are working. All right, so do you, I don't know if you're just listening to what I was talking about, the coat of a poodle. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so make sure yeah. that you get the right grooming tools and then have someone show you how to do it correctly, a groomer. So you do it so yep. then, then you don't have to, you know, be uh, ex- just totally blown away when you pick up your dog and it's shaved to the skin because it was yeah. knotted to the skin. So that's huge. Yeah, but and as and as far as with the television, you're saying leaving the television yep. and the radio on and that. And how do you do that all the time then, or is it just at first when you're when they're getting acclimated? Well, no, I do that all the time. Because the thing okay. is, is that I'm, no, I'm noise polluted. Uh, but, you know, this time of year, you know, where there's a lot of different sounds to the house, okay, that everything's, yeah. t- you know, there's tightened up. And so the furnace, the, the house cracking, and a lot of, if your dog is lacking confidence, that can scare the bejeebies out of them. So what you sure. want to be able to do is, is put that white noise in. And so then eventually as the dog gains confidence and such like that, you know, who knows, maybe you, you don't have to have it. But right now it's going to be very imperative that you do do that and then get into some kind of obedience training. And like I said earlier, is the main thing. And yeah. then now how many yeah. is, how many people to your family? 
Um, it's just my daughter and I, 16-year-old daughter. Okay. So. And then go get a trick book. And uh, the best one I like out there, there's two books, uh, Brain Teasers for Dogs by Sonderman. S-O-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N. And then the big yeah. book of tricks for the best dog ever. Because that's something very simple and just doesn't take up much of your time. Just to sit and putz with the you know the tricks side of it. You pick out a trick, she picks out a trick. You pick out a brain yeah. teaser, she picks out a brain teaser. And that's all going to build the relationship and build that confidence. Input, yeah. input, input. It's not exercise. Everybody thinks they got to run them and run them and run them. No. All that does is build an athlete. All we want to build is confidence by putting tools in the head. Giving them things to think about. And then you're going to see the yep. dog be a lot more confident and not have to follow you room to room. All right? Yeah. She's always watching what I'm doing, and you can see the brain, the cogs going there. I'm trying to figure it all out. Yeah, so and you got you a, so yeah, you got a very smart dog, so utilize it, okay? Yes. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, Annette. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah, anytime your dog, when the dogs have uh, uh, high anxieties, everybody wants to go and give them... No pills and such like that. Work on the dog's mental, um, you know, mental. Work and give him something to think about instead of just hanging out. And that builds confidence. And confidence can, when you're a confident person or a confident dog, you can deal with matters easier. So that's why. Teach, teach, teach. Don't drug, drug, drug. <laughs> All right. Okay, who's up next? All right. Now we're going to go to Michelle. Oh, now we got Michelle. And Michelle's question is the food aggression. All right. Hi, Michelle. How you doing? Good. Thanks. Good, good. Now, what kind of dog do you got? Okay, I have a corgi. Okay, how old? And she's seven months old. Okay, and what's going on? Okay, so anytime we go to feed her or even like add treats to like a puzzle or a Kong or anything, she literally like runs and barks and yells and tries to find to make sure there's no one else around and gets really aggressive. And okay. we have two cats okay. that she won't even let come upstairs. All right, all right. So now, what do I do? Have you had this dog since a uh, puppy? Yes. Okay, has this always been the dog's MO? Or is it getting worse, or is it something just started? It actually just started, like, about four weeks ago, oh. and nothing's really changed. Okay. Uh, yeah, the dog's getting older. It's going to be a little bit pushier. And so uh, what do you do when the dog does that? So we make her sit down and calm down, and we won't give her any food or treats until she's sitting. Mm-hmm. But... It's still, like, the minute she gets to go to the food, she'll just start barking and running to make sure there's no one else around and, you know, gets really aggressive. Okay. Uh, A cat's even near, you know? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, I would feed this dog in a particular room. Or okay. in a kennel. Don't have it where it's acting like the cats could wander in or a person could wander in, all right? That's the first part of this puzzle. But the, the other part of the puzzle, what I would do, and, and what we got to do, being that I'm not there... Seeing it, I'm just going to put her into kind of a category that if this was my dog doing that, first of all, when she started that, I would call her on it like this is unacceptable behavior. What I do is give her a growl. Ah, wrong. You be nice. Ah, okay. Be nice. Uh, you might need a uh, spray bottle, you know, set on street, you know, filled with water, set on street, and at the yeah. same time, blast her when she's acting like that. Ah, wrong. You okay. be nice. Be nice. Don't start screaming and yelling like, bad dog, shame on you, because that right. just feeds a frenzy, okay? Call okay. her on and give her the growl, like, don't you dare do that in my house, <laughs> all right? And just see what result. Does she back off and go, gee, I'm sorry? And then you just walk away. Let her go eat go eat her dinner, all right? Okay. Uh, but would you got to call her, because some dogs start these because now they, they, they're starting to feel entitled. There's not much going on inside their head. If you haven't done any obedience training or and set the rules and follow through, the dog starts taking over, <laughs> And that would be her, probably.
probably. Yeah, and, she literally thinks she runs. Yep, and and so what you got? And they are in the corgis. You know, got a good sense of humor with bassets and corgis. You know, they put they put a dog that's very brassy on short legs. <laughs> as, they did. Yes, and so that. But you got to call her and let her know this is unacceptable. But I would definitely, like I say, get into some kind of obedience. So she starts looking to you for directions and sees you as a hierarchy, not as, hey, I'm going to push you around. Also, now where does she sleep? So she sleeps with me in okay. my room, okay. but not always on the bed. Okay. She likes it, she likes to sleep wherever my scent is strongest. Okay. Is that that's that? Right. No, 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 no. As long as I personally, I would not let her in the bed right now. That'd be a right later that she can earn. But right now, he a dog that uh, some personalities of dogs can sleep with you and some should not. When you start having tussles like you are now with this food thing, then you have to say, uh-uh, I'm wrong. Because when they you're entitling them when they get to sleep at the same level as you. And so oh. you want the hierarchy, whereas I'm, you know, up here and you're down here. <laughs> and so whether you have to put her in a kennel to keep her there or tie her to the, te- you know, tether her to the bed so she doesn't jump up into the bed. Uh, well, I'll just take away her stairs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But uh, that's good for you. I'm impressed that you got a stairs. You know, you didn't wait for things to start going wrong and you have to get the stairs. So that's very impressive. But well, she's yeah, very short. Yeah, I know. But a lot of people just say, you know, they think that then a lot of dogs will give it the gusto and, you know, go for it. But then it's hard on their joints and they, you know, get arthritis real early. But anyway, so that's what I would do is I'd kick her off the bed. But the big thing is, is to do some obedience work to mentally make her start thinking. Now, when you go for a walk, where does she walk? She walks around our block, but she... No, 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 with you. Does she walk next to you or does she scan in front of you? Oh, she stands in front of me. Pardon? She stands in front of me. Yeah, because now now she's the leader and you're the peon. Okay, you're setting yourself up for a lot of things here where she's taking over the helm. And so that's why when you go for a walk, she should walk politely on your left side on a loose line. There should be, you shouldn't even feel that you're walking a dog. All right, with the train. Oh, yeah. No, she pulls and just goes. Okay. Oh, okay, well, why don't you hold on, because then what we got to do is come back. we got to do the break thing, okay? So don't don't hang up, and we'll get back to this, this okay. gal, okay? Okay, word with the letter E. This word begins and ends in the letter E, but contains only one letter. What is it? All righty then. Here we go. Okay, word with letter E. The word begins and ends with an E, but contains only one letter. What is it? You have any idea there, Carly? I... The letter E begins, it begins begins and ends with an E, but contains only one letter. What is it? I don't know. An envelope. Oh. It ends in E, begins with (laughs) E, ends in E. Okay. It can only contain one letter. Yes. Well, not necessarily. It could contain two. That's very true. Very true. Come on. Okay. This is 2020, my friends. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> you can put more than one letter in there. There you go. Many people don't. They just use the computers. Yes, they do. Yes. That's true. Not me. I I do Uncle Sam. I very a lot. I help him out a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to Michelle. Are you with us? Yeah. Okay. So, like I, I was saying, the the big thing is to get this dog to think and make sure that you become and uh, like when you go for walks, the dog is to walk with you. Um, and then um, I do have a manners class this coming Saturday, the eighteenth. I think I've got some openings left in it. Just a one time for an hour and a half, and we you know get the dog walking on a leash, jumping, nipping, digging, chewing, barking, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, otherwise, but the big thing is is that you know get some kind of training going here so that the dog looks to you for direction and just say, hey, this is my house. House, and you are lucky to be in your dog's house. <laughs> okay. So can I ask you? I wonder. She does potty pads because she 
doesn't like to go out, okay. is her watching me clean up her body, is that giving her more no, no, like, no. authority over no, me? No, 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 no. That has nothing to do okay. with that. No, 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 no. No, you got to think like a dog. There's a book out there called How People Training for Good Dogs by okay. Berryman. People Training for Good Dogs by Berryman. And what it helps you, what people got to remember is dogs are dogs. And they think a particular way. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately for us, but, you know, they become darn near human by the time they leave us because they get used to our ways and our quirks and words and such like that. But the thing is, the bottom line, they think, and then right now your dog is catching you to see what you're going to do about situations and okay. how you handle them is going to be the difference between, you know, how the dog respects you or is pushy to you. Okay. And so that's that why what, you know, it's not me, master, you, dog. That's Don't ever go down that road. But what it just is is thinking like, okay, the, when we go for a walk, if she walks in front of you, she's the leader, you're the peon. She gets to sleep with you, then you she is equal to you so that she has some rights. Hey, when I say I don't want to do this, I ain't doing it. And you're not going to make me. Well, wrong, little girl. <laughs> right. No, you are on the floor. We can do We'll get this squared away. No problem. Okay, so should I just start feeding her in the kennel? Yes. I just start, make yeah, sure. Yep, just pe- feed her in the kennel. Yep. So what she's you get, aggressive before she gets the food. Okay, what you're just going to do is you're going to ask her to sit. If you have to, put her on a leash. Double okay. team her for, at first. You know, use I use the word wait. You know, because uh, I use the word wait. Okay, okay. so I'm going to say wait. And then I'm going to go put the food into the kennel. All right, okay. and then I'm going to come back, and then I'm going to say, "Okay, ciao," and just kind of point to the kennel. Ciao, go get, it. go get it. Uh, ciao. At first, she's going to look at you. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> okay. Then eventually, she's going to, you know, go, get in there. She's going to put her head in there. You know, put it back so she has to go into the kennel to get it. She can't just poke her head in and her body's out. All right. Okay. And so, like I say, and then just periodically throughout the day, say kennel and throw a treat in there or a favorite toy. And then she can go in sometimes and uh, the door closes. Sometimes she goes in and she can come right back out. Just get her used to going in and out where it's an agreeable situation and not like get in there. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes so now you're teaching her a word, two words, wait. And then kennel. All right, give name her toys. Where's the purple ball? Where's you know pink doggy? Like let's say pink doggy is the one we're gonna work with this week. Where's Pinky Doggy? Let's find Pinky. Let's find Pink Doggy. Okay, as soon as you find oh here's Pink Doggy, yay, Pink Doggy. Okay, then every time you ask, you go, Where's Pink Doggy? Pretty soon you can see her. Now all the other toys are put away. Right? So yeah. That she, and that's an, she was one at a time. Yep, one at a time. Now, that's another thing, too. Look around the house. Make sure there is not her in every room. All right? Pick up all the toys, put them in one box, put them in the closet, and you are in charge of that box. And she can mm-hmm. only have two toys out at one time. Because if a dog has, um, not all dogs, but it depends on the personality. They have a brassy personality. If they have toys or something in every room, that's mine, 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 mine. It's just called, it's kind of like humans where, uh, let's say you have four bedrooms, and each bedroom you have, let's say you have winter in one bedroom, you know, in the closet, you have spring in another bedroom, you know, summer in another one, you know, all of a sudden you have ownership of all four bedrooms because you know, something of yours is in there, all okay, right? So she buries, like, she'll take a bone or a treat and mm-hmm. she puts them in each different room. Right, and so you're not going to let her do that. If you're going to give her a bone or something like that, she's got to go to her kennel so you know where it is and it's not buried somewhere. Because uh, dogs do that out of survival. That's instinct. I'm I'm not hungry now. I'm going to save it for later. So they go and either bury it in the couch or they go put it somewhere for a later consumption when they're hungry. (laughs) And so that's why just, if you're going to give her something like that, put her in a kennel. So now you know exactly where it is. And then you got to, especially with a corgi, you got to make sure you don't get that dog overweight. So really be sparing on things because we want her to stay lean and mean instead of being carrying that extra weight. Okay. Yeah. 
Now she is leaning me. Good, <laughs> good, <door>. good. <laughs> but, sassy, yes, apparently. What? It's sassy. I'm yes. Sassy, yeah, but she's testing is what she's doing. So you just got to yeah. deepen your voice, slow it down. Most dogs are no to death. No, no. You're just going to give her a deep growl. Ah, wrong. Ah. I can do that. I have okay. a 13-year-old. I excellent, excellent. And then, like I say, try that blast of the water. You know, get the hair mister from, you know, like in the travel section. They're shorter. And yeah. then fill it with water, set it on stream, and have it, you know, carry it with you for a couple of days so that you're right on top of it and try to set it up the situation. So just see what, and when she'd be good, be, when she's naughty, and you give her the first five times you say and spray. Ah! Wrong. You be nice. Be nice. And then when she kind of backs off, kind of like, okay, get the message. Just very calmly go, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Don't okay. say good girl. Remember, good girl gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It does. And yeah, so I have a 16-year-old, and when she comes in the room, she makes her wild. Yes. Like, because she's always like, oh, 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 oh. And, Right. Yeah. Yep. And so that's why, like I say, you got to be what you want the dog to be. All right, okay. so that they, if you act like a scatterbrain, the dog's going to be scatterbrained and take over. <laughs> that makes so sense. Set your rules, follow through. And like I said, it's not me, master you, dog. It's just knowing your verbiage, what words am I teaching the dog, and then your deep voice, your deep, slow, growl voice, you're upset. So that warrants you, the dog to look to you like, okay, what? <laughs> hey, that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you. Good luck, but get into some kind of obedience class, okay? I will. Now, where's the one on the 18th? With uh, you? It's up in Hugo. I'm five miles north of White Bear Lake, up okay. at these canines. So we can do that. Okay, kid. All right. Thank Take you. care. Bye bye. All right. Yeah, training. You can never go wrong, folks. With training, please get into some kind of training. You send our kids to school so they can learn manners. You know what? You need to teach your dog manners and not just think they're going to grow out of things. Okay. Okay. Who's up next, Kittle? Okay, we're going to talk to Chris, and Chris has a question about um, a pit bull rescue. All right. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Hi. 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 What's hey, that? honey. I got a, uh, my daughter has a pit bull that needs to be rescued. Okay. And I'm wondering if you at all possible know of any rescues in the city or out of the city. Okay. Um, this dog is known to be kind of vicious. Oh, my. Okay. Well, what you could do is you could try a couple that kind of, there are a lot of pit bull uh, rescues in the Minnesota here. You can Google, you know, pit bull rescues in Minnesota, and yeah. uh, that will come up. You could check petfinder.com, uh, I think it is, petfinder.com or org. A lot of them list with that, with petfinder. Um, but, you know, if the dog is, you know, kind of gnarly, how old is the dog? Um, she is just like maybe four or three. Okay, how long has she had her? Well, actually, she had the dog, and then she um, had to adopt it out because she couldn't find a place to live in the city with it. Okay. Well, she ended up adopting it to a woman in Duluth. Well, the woman in Duluth put the incorrect harness on the dog, and the dog got out of the harness and went and attacked somebody. Oh, okay. A person or a do uh, another person or a dog? A person. Oh, okay. Um, I don't really... It didn't sound like anybody's pressing charges or anything. Okay. Um, but... 
Okay, because um, the most rescues, once a dog crosses a line, you know, it actually bites, you know, whereas it's not a provoked aggression, you know, the dog is on a mission, all right, then uh, most uh, rescues will not take a dog that's bit. But you can try. But, that you know, there's a, there's a fit somewhere. But a lot of them will probably say, you know, it's time. You know, I have not met the dog, so I can't make a call on this one, all right? But, you know, so the whole thing is, is that you could try a couple of these rescues and maybe they can point you in the right direction. You know, there's um, uh, Coco's Heart in Hudson. Uh, there's there's WarriorDogs.org. Um, and I know there's a, like two pit rescues, but that's what I say. Go to Pet Finders or just put in, you know, pit rescue, pit bull rescues in Minnesota and just should be able. And then talk to some of these people and, and, you know, they got, you know, uh, they got people, they got people. And so who knows? Maybe somebody can assess this dog and see, you know, what is it, the person that had the dog at the time, the problem or, you know, what was going on. So, cause sometimes right. the bites aren't the dog's fault. You know, yeah, they crossed the line, but, and so we got to look at the whole big picture, all right? Well, yeah, I would have to think that the dog was coming onto the property because I know this dog. Okay. Um, she was really property protected when she lived in the city. Okay. Um, she wasn't in, raised in a home in St. Paul with a, in a fence yard, mm-hmm. and I know anybody that, any new person that came into the home, she was very aggressive too. Mm, okay. Um, okay. Which then she would be kenneled and covered. Okay. And such. But well, like I say, I try so because they're used to working with you know these groups are used to working with all you know all kinds. So maybe they might have some answers, or they'd like to meet them and see the you know see the dog and see you know it, there's chance for rehab. So you know. Give the just kind of do your research, you know, your search to find different groups, somebody that will be pay attention, you know. I mean, well, you know, listen and maybe, or they might tell you to put the dog down, you know, we don't know. You're gonna have to just reach out and see what's what they can do for you, okay? Yeah, we're hoping that doesn't happen. She's she's a very sweet pit, uh-huh. um, which they usually are. Oh yeah, no pits are pits are have got a bad rap, you know. There there's just as many, there's more dog bites by chihuahuas than any pit. <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, I, when a chihuahua bites you, you know you don't notice it. <laughs> when yeah, you know, I, I, and when the bigger yeah. dogs, not just the pit, the bigger dogs, any big dog bites you, you're gonna know it. You know, so they yeah, they yeah, they they've, they've got a really bad rap is because there's good and bad in any breed, and usually the most of the time it's who's at the end of the leash. It's not you know that the dog, but there are many dogs. There are dogs that are not wrapped real tight just due to the didn't get the socialization when they were younger and they are a menace and they should not be here because they will the most unforgivable sin is when a dog hurts a child and then that's when everybody can make decisions but sometimes you can see the writing on the wall and if it would have been done that child never would have got hurt so okay kiddo Um, well good luck can I ask you another question okay, well, you got to hold on me. I've got to got to run to break. So hold on and we can, we'll get that, okay? So don't okay, hang up. Okay, hands that can't clap. What hands what has hands but cannot clap? We'll be back. Right. Thank you for stay, taking your Sunday afternoon and and sharing it with uh, with me. I greatly appreciate it. Ever the Packers play at 5:40, I think it is. Yep. So anyway, okay. Hands that can't clap. What has hands but cannot clap? A clock. Ding, 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 ding. Yay, I got that one. There you go. I'm learning, guys. Yeah, you can. Getting the hang of it now. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's go back to Chris. 
Okay. Hey, Chris, you're still with us? Okay, what, uh, what's your other question? Um, actually, it's a question about Lyme disease okay. in, in a one-year-old chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Um, he just got neutered, and I had a Lyme test done on him, and it came up faint positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just wondering if you possibly know of any natural remedies that I could use instead of doing the antibiotic treatment, or is that something I need to see a holistic vet for? When it comes up faint positive, it means the dog has been exposed to it. It doesn't necessarily mean that he has it. All right. And so that's why unless he's showing signs, you know, like the first sign is the bullseye. All right. Uh, You know, from the tick. And then the second sign is like uh, they're kind of uh, lethargic. They uh, they might have a a limp, you know, on one leg one day and another leg another day. Uh, They're running a a low grade fever. Uh, Yeah, I've noticed the limp. And I've noticed the lethargia. Okay, okay. Because usually, you know, with antibiotics, then you got to make sure you do probiotics. They usually put them on doxycycline. But what you could do is uh, go to uh, dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay. And they have some pretty good articles there. Type in Lyme disease. All right. And then also Dr. Karen Becker, holistic vet. Okay. Uh, type that in. And uh, she's got some... Uh, some articles too. So what you want to do is just read them and then decide from there. And if you do do choose the doxy, just make sure you're also doing a probiotic. You know, you do the doxy and then a couple hours yeah. later, then you do the yeah, pro. I, okay. I do give them a probiotic right now. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. Um, but yeah, and, just read up on it and then you can make your decisions from there. Okay. Okay. And then I'm just wondering, he also is has real teary eyes. Okay. And has since I've owned them for four months. Right. Um, is that just a natural thing? Is well, that a problem? Usually what that entails, dogs that, uh, this is FYI for every dog that out there that if they have runny eyes, you know, or the tear ducts that comes down both sides of the face. You, the, that can, especially for small dogs, uh, it works. Uh, if you take them off of all processed food and go to a raw diet, that yeah, will, kind of raw. Okay, and so then every time, as long as it's not restaining, okay, as you get him groomed, he that will help out. Okay, okay he doesn't get groomed. I okay. guess I wash his face. He's just a short hair chihuahua. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but okay, I, so the, but then yeah, don't use any of that stuff they have put you know in the tear ducts and stuff like that. That's not no. good. It's not good for him. If you read oh, the no. what's on him, you know, type thing. Uh, but there again, if you're at those uh, two sites, uh, find out there's a lot of different stuff. I would, you know, you, it, I always when a dog is showing some signs, that means there's something you know is not right inside. So then you go to the probiotic, the digestive enzymes, the apple organic apple cider vinegar uh the extra virgin coconut oil those are things that are usually will perk up the system and get things working correctly okay, okay. on the uh organic coconut oil mm-hmm. um he's on the probiotic okay um, what about apple cider vinegar not the apple cider vinegar okay try um, that does it have to be organic uh, I would uh, organic okay. apple cider vinegar yeah I wouldn't and you want it with the mother you know where it has it is not yeah, unfair, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm just wondering about the taste for that. Um, would he, you add a little bit or? For how big is your chihuahua? He's uh, nine pounds. Nine pounds. Okay. Uh, I, I would build to like, you know, not quite a teaspoon a day for like a couple weeks and then just go a couple times a week after that. You can mix it with canned pumpkin, plain yogurt, 
mix it in with your raw if you're feeding raw. Put a little bit right. of warm water, you know, with it and, and such like that. Dogs don't have taste buds, remember, like we do. Dogs have 1,700 taste buds. We have 9,000. So, you know, you know, we cringe at the word apple cider vinegar. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. But you also said that they, they, they like their food warm. Is that because they can smell it better? Is yep. that what you're saying? Yep, yep, yep. Because they okay. eat according to smellability, not padability. Okay. They come up, take okay. a sniff, and it's like, oh, cool, let's try this. So, right. and so, okay. yeah, this, that's why, and not every, every dog's personality is different. You know, there's some people that'll eat anything, though, <laughs> that ain't nailed down, and then, and same in the dog world, but then there you got your picky eaters in both humans and in dogs, so you just got to kind of work with the situation. Right. Okay. 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 Um, I just, Katie, I, I, I listen to you all the time. Well, thank you. And I've always wanted to call you, and, and since I got you on the phone, I'm really sorry if I'm taking up so much of your time. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, once because I got some other calls uh, that are patiently yeah. waiting. So if you want to give me a call up at Katie's Canine or send me an email, and then you've got some other questions for me, I'd be more than happy to answer them for you, okay? Okay, well, thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Bye-bye. No. All right, where are we at, ma'am? Okay, we can start another yeah. caller, okay. and we'll start with Terry. Right. Terry is has a question about selective barking. Selective barking. All right. Hi, Terry. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've got two great St. Bernards. Just got back from the grooming salon, surrounded by dogs. Um, there's a store there. They're interacting with all the dogs just fine. I get them out, and they see a dog, and they, they bark, and they pull, and here's the deal. They, if they get to the dog, it's just a lick fest, so it's okay. not hostile. Right. But I don't understand why they can be surrounded by animals and have no problem, and the minute they get in my yard go for a walk when they're together, it's crazy. Yeah. Separately, not so much, but together, it's not. Okay. Uh, when you go for a walk, what do you use? Did you uh, walk them on a harness, a, a training collar? Uh, yeah, I, I, I use the easy walk harnesses. Okay. Uh, and that doesn't help, does it? Well, well, no, because, because you get pulled, pulling, right? Because you get pulled to where you want. So it's they're doing what they want. There is no correction that they can listen to, right? And so that's right. why I. What? How many pounds are your Bernards? Uh, one fifteen and one twenty five. Okay, and so usually with the same Bernards because they're so big and they got are they short co- short coated or long coated? Uh, medium. Medium. Okay. Uh, usually what I do with the with the big guys like that, you know, so that they I can get their attention so they can't take me anywhere, is that I use a pinch collar on them. All right. I know it looks like a torture device out of the eighteen hundreds, but see, I fit my pinch collars different than all the other trainers. I fit them very loose, so they slide on, slide off, so that when they are listening, there is no collar pressure whatsoever. Most trainers fit them snug, and I don't understand that because what happens is there's constant pressure, and then they, after a while, they start getting kind of unnerved because how do I get rid of this pressure? And so that's why um, uh, what I do is I have so it slides on, slides off, and you got to make sure your hands are at the top of the tines. So as you slide it on, if they turn their eyes or turn their head you don't poke their eyes with the tongue okay but the whole thing is is that the herm springer is the best one out there yeah they're more spendy but they're the best one out there because what your dogs need herm h-e-r-m springer s-p-r-e-n-g-e-r s-p-r-e-n-g-e-r yeah but anyway and so anyway uh i would just do this one at a time try to set them up take a leave one in the house take one out and have somebody walk the dog by and when they go to like lunge like hey there's a dog give it a pop and say "Ah, ah, ah, leave it very nice very nice when they're alone there's no problem okay only when they're together but so you want to get them to understand the collar first and the words that go with it and then you can bring them out together and so you need a pop ah, 
leave it. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. All right. But do, do you take Thank them to you. dog parts or anything? No, I don't because um, okay. um, I, they're fine. But like for me, right. with my schedule, I'd rather walk them. Good. We walk good, at good. night. And yep. we walk at night. You see, the harnesses is that you're just going to be a pull fast. You're teaching them to pull. You want a reaction that when you say leave it, they say, oh, no problem. And they just turn their attention to you. Okay? Got it. Hey, have a great one. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, yeah, folks, don't come into a pole fest. You know, I mean, they work fine. And everybody says, oh, they work fine. Yeah, when there's you know, nothing going on around it, but then all of a sudden when there's something around it, all of a sudden you're being pulled from a point A to point B. You're not correcting the dog. You know what I mean? They're just learning to drag you. All right, okay, we're going to go, and we're going to, what's up versus down? Up versus down. What goes up but never goes down? What goes up but never goes down? We shall be back. Sit tight.